listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I'm D'Artagnan, and today I'm going to start off with a bit of a silly story. We're trying to, going to get away from the death and dismemberment episodes that we've been on lately. And this story occurred in sort of the, probably about five or six months after I started street performing in New Orleans. One of my mentors, Eric Evans, had arrived, and we were spending some time together on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, one of the things I had worked on somewhat, but didn't really have, I didn't really have much use for at the time, and still don't really incorporate it into anything, was sort of this wand vanish that is very popular among street magicians, and I guess uh, other magicians too, but you see it a lot. Street magicians really do it a lot, and and very poorly, I should add, like nine times out of ten. So... Eric is a master of this particular vanish. And, of course, his teacher was Cellini, also a master of similar thing. I believe it comes from Flip Halima originally. I don't know if it goes back before that, probably, like most things. But uh, this particular wand vanish, I just had never really, like I said, had any use for, but never really practiced that, that much either. And I just knew that I didn't like the way most people did it. Uh, so one night, we're in a parking lot. And I cajole Eric into, into showing me a few things. Largely because his defenses have been reduced as we've been in, imbibing some substances uh, that I will uh, leave to your imagination. So there's a, a bunch of us, another friend of ours, uh, Debbie and her son Alex. Um, I don't know who else was there, but we're all sort of hanging out in this parking lot area where we're all parked. And I get Eric to show me this wand vanish. Now, incidentally, the wand that I have now, uh, I don't think came right from this particular occasion, but was one that Eric had made for me and gave to me, which he had uh, sculpted himself. And so I was getting him to show me sort of, you know, the, the correct mechanics for the wand vanish. And we were talking about, you know, how to do it exactly and, and why to do it that way. Which is the part that annoys me when I see most people do it because there's, it's just not motivated and it, it just loses the whole effect. So, you know, after you've been <laughs> imbibing a little... uh and sort of growing up, you know, a lot of my friends and my family are very sarcastic. My dad's a very uh, thorough, practical joker. So I'm used to getting poked at and, and, uh, and made fun of and stuff. That's sort of how I grew up. So Eric shows me the sort of basic mechanics and stuff and goes over the sort of finer points. And then he suggests, he goes, you know, you could also do it this way. Our friend Debbie had her van parked behind Eric, sort of at an angle, facing us in this one corner of the parking lot. 
And Eric made this motion of throwing it back over his shoulder towards where Debbie was parked. He said, you could also do it this way. And he just kind of, and just the, the motion itself, the uh, completely believable way in which his eyes tracked, you know, and coincided with his, this tossing motion over his shoulder completely and utterly fooled the you-know-what out of me. I legitimately thought that he had thrown it and I actually sort of looked and waited because I thought the uh, the light wood wand was going to strike Debbie's van, uh, you know, clink, 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 off the top of a metal van. Uh, and then Eric said, no, it's it's still here, you know. <laughs> And he knew he completely fooled me. Like, I had never seen it done that way before. Uh, my, it's a much preferred uh, way uh, that I would do it. Uh, although doing it the original way is very valid if you do it correctly. But he fooled the you-know-what out of me because he had it. I mean, he has it down so cold, of course, and is a master. But, yeah, he and I, I love it when I get fooled, too, incidentally. So... For him to pull that one over on me. And that would be kind of the, I felt for that really hard too, because I think that's the kind of things like friends would do to me, you know? They would actually throw it over your shoulder and say, no, you can just do it like this too. And then, you know, you'd wait for the clink and a banging of the, of the stick. So that was an amazing uh, lesson there in like, especially when it's something you've never seen before. And I was just giddy on how good that looked. And that's sort of the way. Uh, I've always practiced it since. I've practiced the other way a little bit, but I've more focused on that way because I think uh, just uh, this looks so much better to me, you know. So that's, you know, where I'm going to stop that story. This is going to be a short story today. I'm going to kill it there because I think that's just one of those things where, as a magician, I mean, there's so many magicians out there who if you uh, fool them, They'll never try to let on that they've been taken in. You know, they'll just go, hmm, yeah, I like what you did there. They just make this pensive sort of face. They'll, you know, with their pointer finger, they'll tap their lip or uh, have their thumb on their chin, their fist on their chin. So, hmm, yes, I like that. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at. To listen to this entire episode, and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. That's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. Tired of being a trickster, are you not? 